As I record this, the NCAA National Football Championship is taking place. Like, seriously, I'm recording this with the television on mute so that I can keep an eye on the game while getting this finished. Um, the National Championship caps off the exciting time of the year known to college football fans as bowl season. This year, there were 39 Division I FBS bowls scheduled, as well as one FCS bowl and five All-Star games. These 45 bowls, not all of which were able to take place, were to be held in 19 different states, as well as the Bahamas. None of those states were Arkansas. That's right. In a world where Nassau, Bahamas hosts an FBS bowl in a stadium that holds 15,000 people, Arkansas does not host a Division I bowl game. Meanwhile, Alabama hosts three. Texas has the Frisco Bowl and the Frisco Football Classic, but the NCAA can't toss a little rock just to table scrap? Uh, anyway, the, the point of this episode isn't for me just to ramble about how the NCAA doesn't like Arkansas. I'm actually going to talk about how the state actually did host some bowl games once upon a time. Now, these aren't bowl games as we know them today, because most of them took place around 60 years ago, but they were still bowl games and pretty interesting parts of sports history in Arkansas. So let's go. Let's get started. The first bowl game hosted in Arkansas was called the Shrine Bowl and was unsurprisingly sponsored by the Shriners. The original Shrine Bowl was contested twice, first in Little Rock and then in Carbondale, Illinois. We're only going to talk about the Little Rock version, and really, only very briefly, because most of the sources that I tried to use to learn about this game were, unfortunately, dead links. It was played on December 18th, 1948, at War Memorial Stadium, and saw the Washita Baptist College Tigers face off against the Hardin-Simmons University Cowboys. Unfortunately for Arkansas, not only was this the last bowl game the state would host for a few years... Uh, but Arkansas Baptist lost a game 41-12. to Eight years later, Arkansas would get to host another bowl game, again at War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock. Several months prior to the 1956 National Association of Intercollegiate Athletics, or NAIA, uh, football season, parties in Tennessee, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Arkansas explored the possibility of hosting the inaugural NAIA championship game. By March, a group from Shreveport, Louisiana, appeared poised to ink a deal with the NAIA to bring the game to their city. Then, politics changed all that. You see, the NAIA had member colleges with integrated football teams, but many southern states did not allow black and white athletes to compete together. In July, Louisiana's legislature passed a bill banning integrated sporting events in the state. This was a deal-breaker for the NAIA, so they were compelled to pull the game from Shreveport and begin looking for a new host city. Organizers in Little Rock expressed a willingness to break the color line that existed in Arkansas sports at the time. When the game came to Arkansas, it is believed to have been the first racially integrated college football game in the state. Alan Barry, the general manager of War Memorial Stadium, not to be confused with Barry Allen, who is The Flash, um, spearheaded an effort to rally the resources of local businesses and industries to bring the game to Little Rock. Uh, the Little Rock Chamber of Commerce raised $25,000, uh, which is the equivalent of about a quarter million today, to ensure backing for the game. 
By November, the Aluminum Company of America, or Alcoa, and the Reynolds Metal Company had agreed to pay another $25,000 to the Columbia Broadcasting System, or CBS, to broadcast the game. In total, 200 CBS affiliate television stations, 255 CBS radio stations, and Armed Forces Radio carried the broadcast. Furthermore, the National Broadcasting Company, or NBC, agreed to carry the game in markets not served by CBS. Because of the contributions by Alcoa and Reynolds, the game came to be known as the Aluminum Bowl. Alcoa and Reynolds both had strong ties to industry in central Arkansas. Um, that ties in with bauxite mining in Saline County, um, which may be uh, a topic for a future episode. Uh, but they saw the game as an opportunity to advertise their industry and its products. Likewise, local organizers viewed the game as an opportunity to promote the state of Arkansas. In the weeks and days preceding the game, daily press releases and feature articles promoted the game in, uh, extensively. Dozens of cities and towns from all over the state were slated to participate in aluminum bowl festivities, including making floats and sending marching bands. Events were scheduled to promote the industries, ingenuity, and talent of Arkansas. Among these events was a halftime show that would feature the current Miss Arkansas, Barbara Banks, wearing a $25,000 dress made out of aluminum, which again, quarter million dollars in today's money, uh, as she introduced then-Governor Orville Faubus to the national television audience. Keep in mind that this was in December of 1956, and the Little Rock school desegregation crisis wouldn't happen until September of 57. The Aluminum Bowl would see a matchup between the 8-0 Montana State College Bobcats and the St. Joseph's College Pumas from Indiana. It kicked off at 1 p.m. and was nothing short of a disaster. Despite it being a sold-out game, terrible weather kept the crowd to a minimum. In fact, only around 5,000 people actually showed up, leaving 33,000 seats empty. Which, for those of you keeping track at home, is more than twice as many as the total number of seats at the Bahamas Bowl. Even the halftime show was impacted, with Miss Arkansas needing to be bundled up to the neck in a coat to protect the aluminum dress from the rain. During the entire game, only three passes were attempted, two of which were incomplete and the third was intercepted. Each end zone was only threatened once and the game ended in a scoreless tie. The teams agreed to share the trophy with a coin flip at the post-game banquet determining which team would possess the trophy for the first six months. Uh, things weren't better off-field, unfortunately. While the state had agreed to hold an integrated sporting event, there were some lines that businesses weren't quite willing to cross. While Montana State's team had been welcomed to Little Rock by Aluminum Bowl officials with pomp and fanfare, the players later learned that their black teammate, Charlie Jackson, had been assigned to stay in a hotel miles away from his teammate because the hotels in the state were segregated. St. Joseph suffered the same indignity in Hot Springs when a black athlete and trainer were forced to stay at a different hotel from the rest of the team and staff. All of these things combined to ensure that Litterock did not get to host the NAIA championship the next year. The 1957 iteration of the game was renamed the Holiday Bowl and was played in St. Petersburg, Florida. As bad as it was, uh, bringing the game to Litterock 
did reveal shifting attitudes towards segregation in the state. However, the experience shared by players and staff was a reminder that there was still a lot of work to do uh, in the realm of civil rights in Arkansas. 1957 was not completely bowlless for Arkansas, though. However, the bowl that occurred was very different from the aluminum bowl. In that year, organizers of the World Championship Duck Calling Contest in Stuttgart sought to capitalize on the popularity of college football in the state by adding a college football game to the festivities. To honor the industry of the Stuttgart area, this game would be known as the Rice Bowl. As with the rest of the duck calling contest events, the game would be held on the weekend following Thanksgiving Day. The Rice Bowl's goal was to showcase the finest small college football teams in the state. Committee Chairman Shannon Flowers signed an agreement with the Arkansas Intercollegiate Conference, or AIC, in order to secure its reigning conference champion for the game, as well as agreeing that the AIC champion would play an invited team. All Rice Bowl games were played at Stuttgart High School's Harmon Field. The inaugural game was held between the AIC champion Arkansas A&M, or now UAM, Bull Weevils, and the Arkansas Polytechnic College, now Arkansas Tech, Wonder Boys. The Bull Weevils had dominated the AIC that season, finishing with a record of 9-1. The Wonder Boys, meanwhile, finished with a 5-4 season. This game was seen as rather significant to fans of the AIC because the Wonder Boys were currently in the final season of a two-year ban from the AIC championship game due to accusations of potential league violations concerning subsidization and recruiting of players. In years past, the Wonder Boys had basically wiped the floor with other teams in the conference, so sports writers claimed that the 57 Rice Bowl would determine the mythical state championship. Unfortunately, much like the Aluminum Bowl, poor weather stole the show. Fred Petroselli of the Arkansas Democrat described pelting rain, players up to their ankles in water, and up to their armpits in mud and goo. Half of the 4,000 ticket holders never even showed up to see the Wonder Boys beat the Bull Weevils 19-7. The next year, AIC officials expressed concern about future participation, citing the financial burden on the schools. Gate receipts of the sold-out 57 game provided a payout of $1,000 per school, which was barely enough to cover their expenses. Additionally, the Rice Bowl officials had invited an out-of-state opponent in 58, which would serve to add to the financial burden. So, to boost potential gate receipts, Stuttgart added 1,500 seats. This totaled 5,500 seats, or about one-third of a Bermuda Bowl. This year, the Wonder Boys tied for the AIC title with a record of 7-2 and two and were invited to represent the conference. They would be matched against the Louisiana College Wildcats from Pineville, Louisiana. The Wildcats came into the match with a record of 8-2, and two, their only losses coming from matchups against opponents in higher classifications. In spite of adding 1,500 seats, the game actually brought in fewer people, possibly because it wasn't between two in-state teams? Uh, 3,000 people showed up to watch the Wildcats beat the Wonder Boys by a score of 39-12. to 12. So needless to say, the Rice Bowl was not living up to the expectations of its organizers. 
Both games had poor weather and meager gate receipts that discouraged organizers and AIC officials. Because of this, they didn't bother holding a game in 1959. However, in 1960, they decided to try it again. The Wonder Boys had once again won the AIC, but declined an invitation to the Rice Bowl, instead choosing to take their 10-0 team to Grand Prairie, Texas to play in the Great Southwest Bowl. So instead, the Rice Bowl got the third place Henderson State Teachers College, now just Henderson State University, Reddies. The Reddies weren't bad. They had a 6-3 and three record. They just weren't the top choice from the conference. They would be matched up against the 6-5 and five Tigers of East Central State College, now East Central University, of Ada, Oklahoma. Henderson was missing several key players due to injury, including their quarterback and center. East Central was at full strength and their players were larger. The Reddies kept it tight until just before the half when their star halfback was injured. They ended up losing the game 25-7. to Not only that, but only 1,500 people, or one-tenth of a Bahamas Bowl, attended what would be the final Rice Bowl. However, there's some hope that it wouldn't be the final final Rice Bowl. As recently as five years ago, Little Rock was in discussion with the NCAA to host a modern bowl game, with Rice Bowl being floated as a likely name for this contest. Little Rock got one more attempt at hosting a bowl game over a decade later. In 1975, the Lions Club of Arkansas and the Little Rock North Little Rock Bicentennial Commission sponsored a game named for the upcoming United States Bicentennial, the Bicentennial Bowl. All proceeds from the game went to the Lions Site Conservation Program to be used in the Arkansas Enterprises for the Blinds Expansion Program, and tickets were sold by Lions Club members around the state. The results of the Bicentennial Bowl are listed in NCAA records, but the NCAA does not consider it a sanctioned bowl game. Like the Shrine Bowl, the Bicentennial Bowl would be played in Little Rock for one year before moving to another city, this time Richmond, Virginia, for one more year which was the year of the actual bicentennial. Uh, the 75 game matched the champions from the AIC against the champions from the Oklahoma Intercollegiate Conference, and it was considered an NAIA special event. It saw some familiar faces from the Rice Bowl days, the Henderson Reddies and the East Central Tigers. Henderson finished the season 11-1, while East Central had a record of 9-2-2. and The game took place at War Memorial Stadium on November 29th with an estimated 2,000 in attendance and saw the Reddies win 27-14. While Arkansas doesn't host an NCAA D1 bowl game, that isn't to say that the state doesn't host a bowl game at all. Since 2013, the Live United Bowl, one of only three sanctioned D2 bowl games, has been contested in Texarkana, Arkansas. The game is held at Arkansas High School's Razorback Stadium, and profits are donated to the United Way of Greater Texarkana. It features the highest place finisher from the Great American Conference that does not qualify for the D2 playoffs, and an at-large opponent selected from either the Lone Star Conference or the Mid-America Intercollegiate Athletics Association. The first matchup was held on December 13, 2013, between the Harding University Bisons and the Texas A&M Commerce Lions, with the Bisons winning 44-3. to 
It's been played every year since then, with the exception of 2020, when it was cancelled due to COVID. However, it did make a return on December 4th, 2021, seeing the southeastern Oklahoma State Savage Storm beat the Emporia State Hornets 37-34. to A few years ago, the NCAA placed a hiatus on the creation of new bowl games, so it's probably pretty unlikely that we will see a D1 bowl game return to Arkansas in the near future. Unless maybe Frisco wants to maybe give up one of theirs, especially since they couldn't even come up with a good name for one of them, but somehow managed to snag two. Anyway, we've given it a try a few times, and they proved to be, well, okay, but Arkansas isn't known for having great or exceptionally predictable weather, so we just have to plan for that. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go back to watching football. This has been Mapstronaut. Thank you for listening. Oh, I'll get sleepy. Oh. Sleepy, I got. Anyways. <laughs>